Welcome to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast, episode 33, why you should start living seasonally today. Uh, In this episode, we're going to be talking about seasonal living, what it means, how it can benefit your family, how it can make your life easier, and how you can get started. So let's jump right in. You're listening to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. My name is Stephanie, and I'm a wife, mother of three, and the creator of the blog, Winging It on the Homestead, where I help modern mothers incorporate simple living and self-sufficiency skills and knowledge into their busy lives. My goal is to help you refocus your life towards what really matters, your family, as well as boost your confidence so you can start being more self-reliant and decrease your dependence on stores and commercial products. Join me as I share with you my appreciation for creating a homemade and homegrown life through gardening, food preservation, cooking from scratch, making your own products, all while keeping it all practical, intentional, and realistic. Welcome back to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. So today we're going to be talking about seasonal living and why it is so important. Um, Not only does it have tons of benefits for your health, but it also is beneficial to, to managing your home life, the intentions that you actually put towards activities and things that your family does. It's a really great way to manage all of those things and actually helps reduce overwhelm with just having way too many things. And we're going to get into all of that today. Uh, so let's just jump right in and get started. All right. So before I even start off talking about seasonal living, let's talk about the three S's. And I talk about these a lot and you've heard me talk about them in other episodes. And some of these terms are kind of interchangeable or sometimes I use them interchangeably, but they all have very specific definitions that I think is really helpful when someone is embracing this lifestyle. So let's just jump in. The three S's are self-sufficiency, simple living, and seasonal living. I kind of use them interchangeably when I'm talking about this whole lifestyle. So let me break them down a little bit, kind of explain what I mean by them. And then we're going to specifically talk about seasonal living today. So a self-sufficient lifestyle, the definition of self-sufficiency is um, being able to supply one's own needs without external assistance. Um, It also means having uh, confidence in your own resources, your powers, your knowledge, your skills, and not relying on other people to meet your needs. I think that's really empowering. So um, that's one term that I use a lot is self-sufficient. So the next uh, S word is simple living. Now, simple living is kind of more of an abstract term. It, from person to person, it's not, doesn't have like a set definition. So simple living means to me that you're living your day-to-day life with like a certain amount of intention and awareness of what you're actually consuming and where you're placing your energy. Uh, basically with simple living it means creating choosing to create or make your own products grow your own food instead of just like consuming stuff that other people make you're also learning skills that allow you to be self-sufficient and um, passing those on to your family and children and then also simple living is really uh, not doing everything it's being simple it's determining what's important to you what drives you understanding that you don't have to do everything but putting the intention and the importance into those things that you do want to do and um, prioritize those all right so seasonal living is living intentionally 
by being in tune to the natural rhythms of the seasons. So it's cyclical, right? It's the four seasons. There's a certain cycle that goes on and living within that rhythm really provides a um, framework for how to structure the different areas of your life. And these can be food, your activities that you take on, projects that you do, your feelings, your emotions, all of these things fit into this framework of living seasonally. All right, so I think that it's really important to understand those three S's, uh, simple living, self-sufficiency, and seasonal living. And by working all three of those into your life, it helps you and decrease your dependence on stores and commercial products. And also there's other, you know, there's traditional systems that are not guaranteed or beneficial or always beneficial to you and your family. So I think all of these things go, three S's go hand in hand. It's important to understand all three of them. And I think all of it is really empowering. So definitely uh, don't be hesitant. Don't think that you uh, you can't make it work for you because um, you certainly can. It's just a matter of having the support and the confidence and understanding that you're resilient and you're resourceful and you will learn how to make it work for you. Okay, so I'm going to talk about specifically about seasonal living. Okay, so like I said before, seasonal living is living intentionally by being in tune to the natural rhythms of the seasons. And there's, there's really three factors of seasonal living, seasonal food, seasonal activities and projects, your overall feelings, attitudes, and mood of the season. Understanding that this seasonal living will allow you to organize and strategize all of the projects and activities that you take on in your home and in your family. And as a result, you'll be more organized you'll be more um, focused. You'll be able to put your energy intentionally into these things. And, you know, it leads to less stress and overwhelm and will help you be more productive and successful. So if we're talking about the four seasons, spring, summer, fall, and winter, you can see that there is a cycle to these seasons. There's a, it's cyclical. And traditionally, well, I guess it depends on what climate you're in, but springtime is, you know, renew, rebirth. Um, it's when you have your garden, um, typically. And then once you go through the spring months, March, April, May, your, you know, garden, um, you're raising animals and then come into the summer, you would be harvesting your produce and then you would be preserving. And then it goes into fall, which is more, you know, cooking from scratch, home cooked meals. And you go into winter and that's where you're using your preserved food. You're living a little bit more cozy and quiet and homebound and then um, kind of relaxing because you've taken those spring and summer months to be really busy. And now in the fall and the winter, you can re- slow down and relax. Um, it's traditionally, you know, rest and relaxation, slowing down, spending more time with friends and family. This is when we typically indulge in quiet activities and you eat preserved food, root vegetables, hearty soups you know, comfort food, those kinds of things. Whereas in the spring, you're eating what you're harvesting, you're having what's in season, you know, you'll have strawberries, tomatoes, cucumbers, all those things fresh, and then you preserve them for the winter. Um, I mean, it makes sense, it's common sense, but I don't think it's something that everyone embraces fully. There's many reasons why you should do this. One of the reasons that you should eat more seasonally 
is because it's healthier. The food that you're getting when it's in season is um, the best quality. It's also going to be cheaper in the stores because you're getting it with peak quality when it's in season. It's, you know, peak freshness. And then you're also getting it at a reduced price because there's so much of it. So that would be the time that you would purchase it and preserve it for later um, if you're not growing it yourself. As far as activities and projects, one of the things that you would be doing in the spring and the summer, you'd be you know, spending your time outside. You'd be tending to your garden. You'd be raising your animals. You'd be fixing your fences. You'd be doing all your outside stuff, which is a lot. Harvesting all your food, raising your meat chickens, and then butchering your meat chickens, and then raising your cows, and and, uh, all those types of things. Maybe you're having, you're calving your cows, and you're having, your goats are having babies, and all that stuff is really busy, lots of effort, lots of energy. So you're busy in the spring and the summer, and then you slow down in the fall and the winter. So that's typically like, uh, if you know that, so you know where these duties and these activities that you want to learn fit into that cyclical cycle, you, uh, it's a lot more achievable, a lot more tangible for you to achieve. So for example, if I'm like, I want to really learn how to do sourdough and that's a task I want to do, I might save that for the winter, right? When I'm doing, spending more time in the kitchen, I'm baking more, I'm doing more meals instead of putting my food because it's, it's, you know, the middle of gardening season and a lot of my effort is going to gardening. I might not focus on doing that. I will save that for a later time. So it's a little bit more intention into the projects that I'm doing and when I'm doing them. Let's say I want to take up sewing, same thing. I wouldn't necessarily focus on doing that in the spring. I would save that for a more quieter time in the winter to take on those, that kind of project. Let's say I wanted to grow herbs for tea. That would certainly be a springtime thing. It would not be something I would want to do in the winter. I wouldn't have my herbs growing in the winter, at least not where I'm at. It's all cyclical and it really helps you grasp, you know, all of these things and be able to fit them into your yearly cycle. I think that's what's important is that this is like an entire year uh, seasonal wise. So you have all, if you look at it that way, you have all year to fit these pieces in and to learn them because I mean, really this all is a lifelong learning process. You're always going to be learning. You're always going to be mastering. It's not something you're going to be great at, at the first time, the first year you're going to do it. It's not going to be your best year. So I definitely recommend you take a step back and figure out how you can work with the season. And then there's also the overall mood and feeling, right? So like in the spring and the summer, you've got more energy and your days are longer. And then in the winter, you slow down, you get rest, relaxation. That's when you have more time for family and friends and um, board games and movies and TV binging and all that stuff is in the winter. So I think it all goes hand in hand. And I think that this is one step that helps people really grasp this whole lifestyle. And uh, like I said, avoid overwhelm and stress is by understanding that there's a season that it works through and that once you can work with that season that cyclical uh rhythm of the seasons you're a lot better off and you and you understand how things meld together and it's uh, a really great way to intentionally live your life so uh i hope that was helpful i hope that was a good insight and that might make you think of how you're actually doing some of these things uh i will see you in the next episode Thank you for listening to this episode of the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. If you have not already signed up to grab my free ebook, you can go to www.yourdreamgardenguide.com. 
This garden guide has everything you need to get started growing your own vegetable garden this year. As always, if you have any questions, want gardening advice, or have topic suggestions for the podcast, please email me at info at wingingitonthehomestead.com.